Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and today's episode is one part of an 11-part series that I'll be releasing between June 5th and June 7th called the Paradise Pack Sessions. So if you're listening to this and you want more, there's plenty of other ones that just came out as well. So what are the Paradise Pack Sessions? On June 3rd, I was lucky enough to co-host an incredible event that we called the Paradise Pack Livecast Party. It was a six-hour live streaming video session that we broadcast on Google Hangouts and on YouTube, which some of you may have attended, in which I interviewed 11 of the world's foremost experts on travel, location independence, and lifestyle entrepreneurship. We had hundreds of people tune in from all over the world. Some of the contributors and people who got interviewed came from Armenia, from Australia, all over the US. And we not only got to pick the brains of these people, but we also got to ask them some of the questions that viewers submitted. And no, during that entire six-hour time that I was on there live streaming, I did not go to the bathroom. I don't know how I pulled that off, but it worked. And we loved it so much. We had so much fun, and there was so much amazing content that we decided to pull out the audio, make it into a podcast series so that you could listen to it in case that you missed the actual event. So each and every one of these guests is a contributor to this year's Paradise Pack, and the combined value of the Paradise Pack is over 2000 We have gotten people to put in the best resources around the world that are going to help you live, travel, and work anywhere in the world. So if you haven't got your Paradise Pack yet, the sale ends on Sunday, June 7th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. And once it's gone, it is gone forever. You will never get the chance to get this Paradise Pack again. So please, if you're listening to this while driving or you're at the gym or you're doing something where you can't purchase it right away, make sure to quickly stop right now, set an alarm to remind yourself. I don't want anyone who is interested to miss out on this incredible group of resources. I am very proud of this. I'm proud to say that this is one of the best things that I've ever helped create. But once the clock strikes midnight on June 7th, it is gone. So again, set an alarm on your phone, or if you can, head to theparadisepack.com right now. Check it out. Pick up your copy. All right. Enjoy the show. Oh, we got our guests. Hi. <laughs> Hey, good day. We're here. Yeah, good morning to you all. Hi, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good. How are you? You've had a very long day. You must be tired now. The last people on. Oh man, we have been jamming. We have been jamming. We've been making fun. I've been kind of picking on Jason because he's the one who went to the bathroom so far, and I haven't. And we're, we're really lucky because we have Kaz and Craig from Why Travel Blog on, and we actually added someone on after you, another guest about Airbnb. So if you have time, you can watch it because I know you just woke up because you were sleeping all, yeah. there all night. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, we just, there's a beautiful sunrise happening right now. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for taking the effort to get up and join us. It's, uh, it's very early there. I know that. So we really appreciate it. Well, We'll try not to ask too complicated questions. So we, I don't know if you've had your morning cup of coffee yet. You know, if you're, if you're a coffee no. drinker or not. No. Oh, yeah. right. You, yeah, you can drink anything you want on this live cast, guys. Anything that gets you through, you can drink. <laughs> yeah. It's actually not coffee. It's a tonic tea. It's got ginger and lemon and parsley and cayenne pepper in it. It wakes me up in the morning. Better than coffee. Wow. 
Kayam Way Bauer. too healthy for this time of day. A good <laughs> uh, we were just talking about the contributors, and you, you, you probably came at the tail end of this. Uh, just how, how amazing they all all been in terms of wanting to help other people and really uh, just get other people doing the things they want to do, whether it's travel or business. And you guys are the perfect example of that. Uh, we've been going through your book. So many actionable things, and I think a lot to cover here. Um, but I think it will be good to kind of start and tell your story a little bit because I know some people watching may not be familiar. And you know, we're just actually meeting here for the first time. And yeah. Trav and I, we uh-huh. want to say thank you first of all for being a part of the Paradise Pack. Uh, and one of the reasons why we we wanted to have you is because we we know you your intention is to help other people, and uh, mm-hmm. we really appreciate that. So thank you so much. And um, do you guys want to just kind of share a little bit about how this crazy thing started yeah well the our crazy travel lifestyle's been going for about 17 years now well for me anyway i i first went over to london three days after i graduated from university moved over there via indonesia and did a backpacking trip there and then moved to london to work just fell in love with it and um you have just been traveling pretty much ever since. And Craig and I got married in 2002 and Craig obviously did some traveling and that before he met me. And um, again, three days after we married, we took off, had a five-year honeymoon and, and now we've got two kids and traveling constantly with them. So, yeah, it's great. Five-year honeymoon, not not yeah. too shabby. <laughs> There's a not, book in there, right? <laughs> yeah, not all travel. Uh, lots of We're going to make the assumption yeah. that uh, it wasn't that an all-inclusive. No. <laughs> no, no, no. no, we took advantage of the, uh, the working holiday um, programs who were available to us at the time. We're too old now to, to tap into that. But, yeah, we lived in um, – we also lived in Ireland for a year, travelled around that region and then had four years in the States as well and travelled um, around the, the US and, yeah, and just used that as a way to base ourselves in a place and, and save some money and, and take trips at the same time. Uh, and a more of an affordable way and a slow way to, to immerse ourselves in a place. Yeah, I think that's a point that gets kind of lost at at some points with a lot of that we've talked about today with building a business and and hey, do you do you want to freelance and all this that you can work like what you guys said, you can work and travel like you can take a working holiday, find a job, work at a hostel, work at a bar, maybe even do something that that requires a skill that you've learned at university or that you have and live somewhere else for an extended period of time and have an experience that's a lot different from if you're just traveling through that region or area. Oh, absolutely. And it's a, the thing we, we, the message we share the most on our blog and what we tell people all the time is, look, you don't need to save up thousands of dollars to go traveling because most people think it's too far out of their reach. You know, you've got skills. There's, I mean, I'm a primary school teacher trained, so it's easy for me to find teaching work, but Anyone can easily go and teach English in other countries. You can easily get your your uh, credentials to do that. Um, Craig was in construction, so he found plenty of work in that field. And, uh, yeah, we both did hospitality. Um, there's just so many. We worked on a pearl farm. Um, yeah, we've done some, some crazy jobs, yeah. just, whatever, just whatever works at the time. And, uh, you know, it's not always about your career as well. It's just just do whatever it takes sometimes just to, to live in a different country and meet the people and explore the area. So, um, you know. It's so much fun. I mean, we've we've got so many great friends now from around the world because we lived in a, you know, in a region and in a different country and um, had a home there for a while. And we've just got such incredible experiences and memories from that. How did you transition then from the, 
you know, we're getting a job, we're doing this, that, that kind of normal job, even if it is abroad and in a different country, to then becoming location independent and, and doing, you know, being able to travel and having your site and, you know, being your own boss and everything that comes with that. Yeah, I guess, um, you know, because we traveled for so long and, and lived in various countries, we, you know, the, the, the travel lifestyle just got a bigger addiction and we wanted to find a way to fuel it and sustain it. So, and we've always been looking to do our own business and, and be, be portable. That was the one thing that we wanted to be, to be portable. So, um, yeah, we tried various things that weren't successful, but, um, you know, it come full circle back to our main passion of travel and we wanted to try and create a lifestyle around that. So, Caroline was always, you know, she always enjoyed journaling and I enjoyed taking photos. So our blog was kind of a natural fit in that regard. Um, and we first started it when we were living in the States in, in North Carolina five years ago. So um, just, just started it from there. And we'd always been a part of the travel community. So we wanted to try and incorporate, you know, how we share tips and, and meet others offline and bring that and build a community online and just and just grew it from there. And um, Yeah, I mean, it was... Uh just a great fit for us and we love travel that's all we all we ever wanted to do is travel all we wanted to do is talk about travel so um and help people travel and so the blog we just kind of said yeah we'll try that and and it just grew from there one of the things in your book uh, is a whole section on getting out of debt and i i want to dig into that a little bit because a a repetitive theme throughout this live cast and just in general with the travel uh, we teach is money. You know, it's always going to be the money thing. How do we earn money? How do we replace our income? Uh, and we haven't talked too much today about getting out of debt or if you should even go traveling when you're in debt. Do you guys want to talk mm-hmm. a little bit about what's in the book and maybe share a couple strategies that you have and some advice? Yeah, for sure. I mean, debt is um, it's going to take away your freedom. So if you've got a lot of debt, the first thing you want to try and do is eliminate that um, and so some strategies that we've used, um, bonuses, if we've got any bonuses from work or tax refunds, we would just put that straight onto our debt because it was unexpected money. Um, and we eliminated, uh, well, when we moved back to Australia in 2010, we had about $30,000 worth of credit card debt. And we eliminated that debt quite quickly by taking those bonuses and unexpected money and putting it straight on the debt. Um, and then just being, um, you know, quite frugal with our spending so that any extra money we could save would just go onto the debt. So all our extra money was going over there to to eliminate that. So I think that's the first thing you want to do is to find ways. And once you get into that habit, you find ways of finding that extra money to get rid of the debt. Once the debt's gone, you've got that extra money still coming in that you then can put into your travel savings and you're quite disciplined at that stage to then do that we're um, developing that habit right yeah. yeah yeah i guess the other thing too is um to own it as well like we made some bad choices several mm-hmm. years ago in real estate and other businesses and and you kind of ignore it for a while and it just grows and grows and grows and the problem doesn't go away unfortunately <laughs> so <laughs> I think, you can I think run all well. over the world it's not going to go away they're going to find you no, you can take as many flights as road trips as you like, but yeah, it's still going to be there waiting. No ferries are going to come and take it away. Um, so I guess yeah, first, um, just owning it and taking responsibility and, and forgiving yourself, I guess, mm. for, for mistakes, um, like emotionally, that, that taking control of that side of things mentally first is was important, and then yeah, just putting steps into place just to chip away at it slowly, and then and just having priorities, like um, if you want to travel more. And, and have more income, you just got to make it a priority in life instead of, yeah, 
lot of our friends all the time would, you know, wonder how we get to travel so often and that, but, you know, just instead of buying a brand new car or, or a big screen TV or um, whatever, um, we, we put it into to making memories and, you know, just making travel our number one priority. Wise investment. Right? Top three. Yeah. <laughs> I think in um, regards to travelling with debt as well, I mean, we've done it. I think if you can uh, have a management plan for while you're away to be able to pay it off, um, we always have followed the working holiday strategy. So for us it was kind of a safe thing, I guess, for us to travel with debt because we knew we would be working in another country and income would be coming in and we could keep up our payments. Um, so it's up to each person to, as Craig said, be honest with themselves, be aware of what their debt is and how they can manage it. And if they can come up with a plan that they can stick to, um, then it doesn't mean travel's not, uh, you don't have access to travel if you do have debt. Yeah, I guess the other thing is good debt, bad debt. Like when we first started travelling overseas and, and living in places we had real estate at the time, but you know, we were able to rent that out and have um, a property manager looking after the place. So um, things were taken care of in that regard. Actually, we were coming out on top a little as far as um, cash flow I think goes. It was like so, twenty dollars of yeah, nothing, nothing much, but um, a couple of beers in Thailand. We weren't, we weren't losing money. Twenty so noodle balls in Thailand, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We got it's some questions. Be money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and speaking on that, it's it's really neat. We were able to grab Jasper Rivers, who's going to come on next as the extra guest, to talk about Airbnb being his place because he's been super successful. He actually mm-hmm. is running it at. He made fifty thousand euros last year off of running his wow. place. So if you guys are interested in that, um, this thing that Kaz and Craig was talking about about how to get someone in, and if you have a home, that doesn't mean you can't travel. There's actually a way you can make it a money maker. He's going to come sure. in and talk about that. What's been really cool, guys, doing this whole live cast, because it's interesting, it's fun, because you just joined us, and we're like, you know, all excited, and hopefully you can grab some of our energy. We've had a chat going here, and there's still over 100 people here, and we've been asking oh, them wow. Yeah, we've been asking them to submit questions, and so there's a lot of questions for you guys that I just want to kind of get into. Um, yep. And Jace, do you want to take, why don't we talk about the money one first, and then we'll get to some of these other ones about blogging and building an audience and things like that. Yeah, this is a good question, something we haven't talked about today. And yeah, a lot of people are forward thinking. I think uh, traditionally you want to save for retirement. So the question is from a guest, what about saving for retirement? How do you guys handle it? Ah. This is so great. They asked this question because yesterday I, I published a post that w- went quite uh, viral. It was quite popular on our site about this very question. Oh. Um, yeah, so definitely people can go and check that out. But yeah, we and um, it was in response to someone who commented about our lifestyles. We just finished an eighteen month road trip with our kids and kind of how irresponsible we were being that um, we should be saving for our retirement and then living our life when we get the retirement or the pension. Hmm. So why am I going to wait till I'm 65 to enjoy my life? <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. I don't even know if I'm going to be there at 65. My knees are probably going to be okay. shot out. <laughs> I hope I am. I'm going to be exhausted. I'm not going to want to hike mountains. I'm not going to want to, um, you know, explore and do these amazing things. So I think... I think we have been conditioned to worry too much about not living now to set ourselves up for when we're 65. And I think that's the wrong approach. I think we're here alive now in this moment. We should be living it to the fullest that we can. 
and just trusting that in, in that process of living our life to the fullest that we can, trusting that everything, we will be supported and doors will open and, and we'll be setting ourselves up for the future while we're travelling anyway. It's not something we have to delay um, in order to get later. That's kind of my, my views on it. Yeah. I'm glad you wrote a post about it yesterday. So it's so fresh. Wow. I, mean, I think you're you're dead on with a lot of people think that they have to push off, quote unquote, real world things while they travel like that. Oh, traveling means I'm going to go away and I'm not going to save for retirement. I'm not going to worry about medical insurance. I'm not going to do anything that I would do if I'm home. All that stuff can happen. It's just make, as you said, making a priority, realizing you have to do it, figuring out how much you want to do it and then doing it. It it can be done from the road. We have a thing called the Internet now that that makes things really, really easy. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's our, our whole goal is to, um, you know, create a lifestyle we don't have to retire from. So I'm not even thinking about retirement anymore. Um, so we're just, you know, I guess we're fortunate that we do have an online space and we're focused on growing that to a to a um, to a size that it's a sustainable and you know can just keep fueling the lifestyle that we that we desire. So. And, and I think anyone can do that. I think you know, if you read um, the Four Hour Work Week, he talks a lot about living a life where you have mini retirements or creating your own, as Craig said, a life you don't need to retire from. Um, and I think I think that's the key. That's the way people need to start thinking and approaching things. And if you if you follow, like our, we have the working holiday strategy, then we're always making money um, and we can be setting ourselves up for retirement at the same time. You don't have to sacrifice one for the other. Yeah, I, I think building that online presence, as you mentioned, uh, there's a couple of questions in here from people who are asking, how were you able to build the blog? Because a lot of people listening probably already know you guys from Why Travel Blog. It's become very, very successful, one of the best and biggest on the internet. So how can you take us through that process from starting five years ago to now what you've been able to do to grow it? Because it hasn't been overnight, but it has been fairly quick. And a lot of people would love to have the same success that you have. Well, um, I don't know about fairly quick. We've been online for five years now, so yeah, it hasn't happened overnight. No, um, yeah, I guess we just just got started, and we, we didn't know any. I didn't know anything about blogging at the time. Uh, I didn't have a clue when Caroline first said, um, you know, we're going to start a blog. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I was like, <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so we're going to, yeah, I said, okay, we're going to go from a situation where I'm not even allowed to read your journal. We're going to share it with the world. I said, okay, that'll work. <laughs> but um, yeah, we just got started. And we built our own site from scratch which was horrible and um yeah we just got very active in social media created a lot of content a lot of fresh content built resource pages on our site and um yeah just networked our butt off um, online and offline at events and yeah just kept putting ourselves out there um yeah i guess you know it's like any business it's just an investment of time and and, an effort you know it takes work it's not physically hard work like jobs that i've done in the past but it I've never worked longer hours in my life, especially initially, the first six, 12 months, mm. 18 months, just, you know, just being fully committed. Mm. And, um, you know, you guys know. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, um, we, we, we started, we'd already had, well, eight years travel experience. So we had a lot of um, knowledge, I guess you could say, stories and that to share. So a lot of our content was very useful content for people mm. that was uh, intended to help them travel. So it was very actionable, useful stuff, which I think it kind of helped as well. Yeah, we, we talked about that the other week, actually, on, on a webinar that we did together about the number one mistake that people make 
when they're blogging. And that is one of those is that they think that they should write kind of about just about their experiences. And that's fine to be personal and, and have a person on the site. But you really people are going to come back because you're helping them do something. Yeah. And with a travel yeah. blog, it's like you're helping them travel better, cheaper, uh, giving them the best restaurants to eat at longer, whatever. And I think that that gets lost when people say, I want to start a blog. I tell them, how can you provide value? Like if you're providing value, people are going to come back and they'll read the stories about your experiences, but you don't want to lead with that all the time because there's a lot of people doing that. Yeah, that is so true. I mean, you have to share your personal story because that's how they get to know you and like you. But at the end of the day, they're not going to like, who cares what you're doing? Do you know what I mean? Like, they, they want what's in it for me, how are you going to help me? And and that's, I mean, we're yeah. always saying that. Yeah, how can so. we help more, I think? Exactly. I guess our site's kind of a balance between the stories, mm-hmm. like the inspiration and then the information, the resources. And I always think like back when we started travelling, like the, num- the number one thing everyone carried around was a Lonely Planet mm-hmm. Guide and it's all about things to see and do, where to eat, where to stay. And look at, look at these days like TripAdvisor. It's the same, you know, some sort of thing. Like people want information on places to eat, tours, activities, where to stay. So um, if it works for those guys, obviously there's a lot of people out there looking for it um, through Google search, um, searching through Pinterest. Um, yeah, so obviously it works and, and people people are looking for that information. So we're just, just trying to fill in that those gaps. Yeah, the book you have in the Paradise Pack, uh, How to Create a Travel Life You Love Without Spending a Fortune, which is super actionable title. Yeah, I love perfect that. title because yeah, here you go. Well done. Yeah. It's it's a beautiful book. Uh, the design's Thank great. You. And I think, you know, what exactly what you guys said is what you do in the book, which is you teach very actionable strategies, but then you wrap them in a story, which makes them very relatable. So it's your personal experience, but also you're teaching others uh, these skills and these things that, that you've learned over your years on the road. And I think you guys have an interesting thing because I love the idea of, you know, you travel, you love travel for a long time. You travel in different ways throughout your life. How different is it now? <laughs> now that we travel with kids, you ready? Yeah, yeah. We've had a lot of people ask family travel questions today. And luckily, we had Tim Leffel and Sean Keener and people who travel with kids. We don't. So, yeah, fill us in. You just took a pretty crazy trip with your kids. Oh, it's a yeah. whole new world. I tell you, 18 months in the camping trailer with two young young girls. Um, I think Craig probably suffered more <sighs> being the only male. But <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, I guess the, the first thing is that, yeah, it doesn't have, it doesn't have to stop. You don't have to stop traveling when you have kids. Um, we certainly travel differently now and, and a lot slower. But, um, yeah, that's what a lot of people fear, that once they have kids in a family that uh, all their travel dreams go out the window. But that's not the case at all. You just have to, um, you know. Just adapt. Just adapt, yeah. So, <laughs> so we always propose um, and slower travel, especially now with kids, um, you know, spend more time in fewer places. Instead of running around, you know, there's a tendency to want to see and do everything, but that's just exhausting. Um, you can only go so fast with kids, especially young kids like us, three and seven. Um, and road trips as well. It's so much more practical with kids, just the flexibility and be able to, um, you know, go where you want, stop, take take breaks whenever you need to and, and, and carry everything in a car instead of lugging everything onto a plane and checking in there at an airport all the time. So, um, yeah, but, um, you know, whether it's a weekend getaway or, or a two-week gain or two-week trip or if you want to take a two-year jaunt around the world, it's still possible. Mm. Um, you know, just, again, it's just priorities and the experiences you want to have as a family. Yeah, uh, I want to take a couple questions here. Uh, going back to, you know, you obviously have a mega successful uh, blog. 
And Miles of Moxie is asking, Miles of Moxie, thank you for hanging. A lot of great questions. <laughs> All day. A great question. Awesome. Having a hard time. <laughs> yeah, she's having a hard time finding the right thing to blog about in love with travel and food, but cannot find a niche. And she's just looking for your advice. Yeah, well, um, I guess she needs to, well, one idea, not needs to, one idea is for her to go out and start talking with her, I guess, intended audience. Who does she think out there is going to be? Maybe she's already got some readers. So just start chatting with them, finding out what they need and what they're interested in, um, doing quite a lot of research around the web, um, you know, checking out forums and groups and reading maybe Amazon reviews and stuff just to get an idea of what people are struggling with and what people need help with. And in that process of um, researching and brainstorming and, and getting really clear on what she's really passionate about um, and trying to find a match between the two, um, that should help her get some more clarity about what to blog about. And, and just testing things out. So if she has an idea to, to write about one particular topic, um, just write a couple of posts about it and see how they go and test how the, the market kind of reacts to it, engage that and then and then keep moving fr from that. I mean, we work out what we want to write because we listen to our readers and they, they tell us what to write and that's how we, we've got a content schedule that's, you know, always full. Yeah, I think that's really important. You mentioned too, I, I think one thing that people get hung up on is what they're going to write about and I think that you obviously should should look at it and what are you passionate about and what do you what do you think is going to be your niche but so many people that I talk to say well that's already done you know oh there's so many people already doing that well guess what there's so many people doing everything right i mean <laughs> there like there's 6 billion people here everyone's doing stuff so I know. don't be afraid that if if your passion is travel and food Okay. Yes. Those are two very saturated niches. That doesn't mean that you can't do something different. Um, it's about your, yeah. your teaching style resonating with your audience. Yeah. And being creative. Yeah. That's, that's really important because we had another question that says, Kaz and Craig, if I'm not a good writer, do you believe I can still create a decent travel blog? And I just wanted to hit that and then get your opinion and say, if you're not a good writer and you don't like it, you might not consider starting a travel blog why don't you consider starting a podcast if you like talking? Why don't you look yeah. to do YouTube videos? There's you know, I think people get stuck in this. I have to do something different and it has to be this blogging, but there's so many options out there. Just be you. And that's going to really be the thing that sets it apart. Oh yeah, absolutely. And if you, I mean, yeah, there's podcasting, there's videoing, there's, you know, photography, there's so many different things that you can do. And even if, I think even if you don't feel like you're a good writer, it doesn't mean you don't have a story to share. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we didn't I don't start off writing. It's a good writer. That's for sure. It's, yeah. a, it's a process. Like yeah. Anything, though. Like, and, you know, you got to start somewhere. And you grow with practice. You, I think, I mean, Craig writes a lot of articles on our site now. He wouldn't have considered himself a writer, but his articles are great and they do well. And I think, I think it's just practicing finding your own voice and sharing that. I guess, um, uh, I guess yeah. we're fortunate that we're a couple and we're a team. We um, play off each other's strengths. Like Caroline will do more of the the inspiration story type posts. I'll do the the resource type guides, which I'm more comfortable with. Um, so yeah, maybe if they've got somebody they're going into business with, they can you know look at each other's strengths and designate um, the type of skills to certain areas. But um, yeah, like you said, if, if if they're a solo person, there's so many different media that um, we can use these days. Mm. So um, think about where they're strong at. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, we've been focusing a lot on the solopreneurs and um, you know running a business, but you guys are doing this as a couple. 
So mm. you want to give us a peek behind the curtain yeah. here? Let us know uh, the nitty gritty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man! Like yeah, we, we we live together. We're married together. We travel together. We run a business together. We're freaking crazy. I didn't um, know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, We've yeah, now got the same chiropractic appointments too. I'm like, come on, can you please just separate us? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> um, yeah, good question. It is tough. Um, yeah, we do need time out. Like, yeah, often we'll, uh, we'll we'll try and split up, and might often go and sit in the cafe for a few hours just to just to get away and get some space. But. Um, or even when we're traveling full time with the kids, we'd, we'd often break up during the day. I'd take the kids for a while and go and do some activities with Kaz and do some business stuff and vice versa. So, um, but yeah, a lot of the times we are spent together. Um, we, we, we had, I guess, because we had traveled together as well. We I mean, we had that five year honeymoon. So we were very used to how each other worked, what each person needed. Um, and we, we often go through the day, we don't really even talk to each other. We, because we, we both know what our strengths are. We both know what, what we, we do. So we've got this kind of like thing happening where we can just get stuff done without communicating. <laughs> but, yeah, I think if you want to work with a partner, you've got to do that. You've got to, you've got to work to your strengths and weaknesses and hold each other up and, and uh, find a way to, to jam together. Yeah, it's not easy. As someone who does the exact same thing, um, I, I, I can speak to it now. This this week and a half that I've been here putting together Paradise Pack with Jason, um, <laughs> not putting it together. We've been doing it for quite a while, but um, actually doing it, we we are sitting here and it's been the longest I've been away from my wife. And it's I'm not going to say I'm not going to sit here and say I love it. It's hard, but you need space sometimes. And I think that's a really important thing for couples who are traveling or working together. Sometimes give your own give yourself your own space. Yeah. 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 But um, a far outweighs the, our previous uh, working situations. That's for sure. Like, um, you know, we've always had the, we've all had the, the boss that we don't like or the, the work colleagues we don't want to hang out with. So mm. yeah, things could be worse. Yeah. I think it's important that you always remember that too. What was your worst case scenario and be grateful that you're not there yet. So then working with your partner is not such a bad thing. I think that's <laughs> a really important thing. That is really important. I want to I want to tie it up with one last question, and I think this is a really good question about blogging. Um, and and one person said your blog is great. Um, I don't, but I don't understand how you make money from blogging. Could could you, as Jason said, pull the curtain off a little bit on actually the business side of what you guys do? Because that's one of the things that we're teaching here in the Paradise Pack is there's a lot of different ways to make money. The way that you do it is through your blogging. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, sounds like a question my mum asked, actually. She still doesn't understand. What, what do you do? <laughs> like a lot of mums do. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think um, one really important thing with blogging I think you have to be aware of is that you it's not a, a one-income stream thing and you've got to uh, find ways to have multiple income streams coming in um, because just one model is too risky to focus on one model and um, it doesn't you know, it doesn't always work. Something might fail along the way, so you need things to back yourself up. So we have income coming in a variety of ways. Um, we have our ebook, obviously, that we sell. Um, we work with destination uh, tourism boards and brands with uh, sponsored campaigns or content. Um, we do freelance writing as well. Like we write for various other travel-related sites. Um, yeah, we do speaking. Caroline does a lot of speaking. Actually, we're doing a, a speak. We're going to a three-day camping and caravan show in Brisbane on the weekend. We're speaking there. Um, you know, various, yeah, just just 
different opportunities come, come have come from you know just building a platform and an audience. And I think the, the key thing is to it does take time. Like when people ask me, um, I want to start a blog. I say, well, you know, like obviously you need an audience first before you can think about monetizing and you know and think long term. Like be around two years from now. Um, you know, to, to get you know get a foundation in place and put yourself in a situation where you can start drawing an income from whatever it's stream that might be. Yeah, I think, yeah, we've been very transparent throughout this live cast and, and just with Paradise Pack in general and now with this, it's a bigger picture thinking. It's not and, easy. There's no one saying it's easy, but there is ways yeah. to do it and there's ways to kind of jumpstart it as well. Yeah, and just putting yourself out there opens up opportunities. That's another theme that's been weaving its way through this entire day. And uh, we just appreciate you guys coming on and sharing your perspectives on this and the book is how to create a travel life you love without spending a fortune like i said insanely actionable uh but also interesting i got a lot of stories in there and um yeah it's just very comprehensive i think you have to think about the individual products in these packs i mean if you can take one juicy nugget from even one of them and just extrapolate that over a, a lifetime or the next several years the idea is that you know you'll implement these strategies and take action and and we're trying to over deliver in, in terms of value with the paradise pack so we, yeah. we thank you uh for putting in your incredible book and um you know all the work you guys are doing to help people travel we really appreciate you wonderful thanks so much for having us guys i mean you're doing awesome and i think we, we do do a lot of courses and stuff and part of our success i think is because we are always learning and and if we go if we do of course we'll go to a seminar we have that attitude if we can learn one thing here then it's worth it because that one thing can change our life and I, and I think that's the attitude you have not 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 be looking for the, the secret sauce or whatever but just one thing that's going to change your mind then you know it, you change your life in some way it's a worthy investment and your your pack's awesome so thanks for including us in it and uh, having us today it's been great yeah appreciate it thank you thank you for waking up so early guys our daughter's just woken up so <laughs> we'd be up anyway yeah what a wake up to a nap later today all right can yeah. i say good day yeah good day good day yeah <laughs> thank you guys so much thank you If you like this show, guys, and you want more Paradise Pack sessions, don't forget there's 10 more of those where this came from. So you can get them on iTunes. You can get them on Stitcher. However you're listening to this, you can find the other Paradise Pack session episodes. Listen to me and Jason get to interview and ask questions of some of the world's foremost experts. All of these people are contributors to this year's Paradise Pack. So if you haven't yet and you want to pick up your very own Paradise Pack, head to www.theparadisepack.com. And again, if you're listening on a phone and you're doing something where you can't go online right now, make sure to set an alarm because June 7th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time, the sale will end and you'll never be able to get it again. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Thank you for all the support for making us the number one rated travel podcast on iTunes. And as always, happy free travels. I'll see you.